Welcome back to Super Ghost Radio. I am your host, Jerry. And as always, most of the time, but especially today, I am joined by Greg and Beth. Say hello to the listeners, both of you at the same time. Go. Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> well, we tried. Uh, what's up, guys? What's what's going on? What's what's up with you, Beth? I know you're cold, Greg. Yeah. You uh, just had a had a meal. How was your, how was your meal? Was, how was that? It was what's, pretty good. What's going on? Can't complain. You know. Yeah, yeah, doing doing good. Doing well. You fucking around with one of those big no, no. again? One was enough. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get I mean, it. Man. It was really. I don't it know was like a lot of hype surrounding it. I got it, and like it was fine. Did you leave those pickles on? Pickles on. Yeah. Some people think it's weird that there's yeah, pickles on it. Fine. It's all good. Beth, mm-hmm. what's up? How are you? I'm fine. I am all right. I am good. I don't know how else. What other, you know, what are other, you know, <laughs> words to use? Well, it sure sounds like someone has a gun against your head. <laughs> uh, now, why don't uh, why don't we get caught up on what we what we've been playing? Not much has changed with with me, um, Beth. Uh, are you having? Are you getting some time to play some games while you are uh, working from home? Well. No and yes. No as in... No, no for the people that might hear this that Beth works with. <laughs> Actually, no, I have not been... I've not been gaming on work hours. Um, I, I have been... I did spend like three nights in a row trying to finish Diofield Chronicles, which I did. I finally finished Diofield. Oh, you got a beat? I got it. I'm done. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna do the. Okay, just everybody calm Thank down. Thank you for I'm sparing me. I'm not gonna do the thing. It's fine. But I got another funny, slightly funny story with Ferno. Was the I wanted to finish Dio Field. I was like, I'm fucking done with this game. Um, need it to be. Did she beat the last boss for you. <laughs> no, she was curled up in my lap. Um, every single night that I was playing. But right, but how? You guys, how do you, I know you guys don't like bugs. How do you feel about mice? Don't like them. Don't want them. I'm not, I'm not bothered. Okay. Uh -uh. I'm not going to go pick one up, but I'm not bothered. Well, um, there was, there's definitely a couple mice in this house somewhere in the walls and things, but I was playing, um, Bruno was sitting in my lap and there was like, a lot of skittering noises of a small critter um, in the (laughs) skittering (laughs) of uh, yeah, a a small critter in the pub, uh, the cupboards behind where like the couches and the first night it was making, this thing was making a lot of noise. And so I just was like, I yelled, I was like, keep it down. What? I yelled, yelled at the mice. I yelled at the mice to keep it down. Oh my God, um, Beth! You're yelling at the cat. You're yelling at the mice. And what so, the hell's going on over there? Lots of animals that really should be quieter. Um, so I was telling verbally abusing animals. I was like, keep it down. Not I'm your cat's not uh, pulling its weight. You know, Ferno is old and lazy. She's beautiful, great, gorgeous eyes, gorgeous eyes, fun personality, so, but zero but out of zero on. mouse kills. Let's, 
let's not brush over the fact that you finished the <laughs> Chronicles. Um, how was that in totality? Uh, in totality, I would say the reason why it took me so long to do it is that the combat gets incredibly repetitive and um, a little bit boring, to be frank. Uh, you can be frank all you want. Yeah, the, so the combat just kind of really, really, really drags eventually. The fights feel like they go on for way too long. The enemies like are just sponges for damage. So it's mm. it's just like you it just I don't know, it just feels like it fucking takes forever. And was Dio, was Diofield made by um like the same people that did Octopath? They use the same font. Um, can't tell you if they used any, the same if they're the same people. Um, isn't isn't that the studio that got absorbed or something recently? Didn't Square like dissolve that Tokyo? Oh, that's not them. No, that's not them. Oh, no. Um, I'll look it up while I'm talking, but that isn't. That's not them. They're okay. they were Square. Is the but Lancross is. Oh. I don't know who that is. They uh, co-developed stuff with Atlas before, I guess. So they like seem to just do co-developing or something. I don't know. Unimportant. But no, it was like, I know it was like just Square was the thing they did. Okay. But um, no. Uh, so your combat got kind of boring. You did need to do like a lot of the side quests or... Uh, to kind of be of appropriate level so you did have to do a lot of the fighting it was I probably would have kind of not finished but the story was really good and the characters were fantastic and only to briefly harp on this but it's something I realized while playing Dio Field that really rubbed me the wrong way about Final Fantasy 16 is that there felt like there was do you feel does a really good job of giving you like a core group of people and there's a lot of like interpersonal um like every single person in there has their a very clear reason why they're doing the thing that they are doing and it causes friction within the group and it leads to really interesting characters and character moments and like kind of like surprising things happening in the plot whereas I felt like a lot of the Final Fantasy 16 characters were lacking that in that group. They all were a little too um, samey with their goals and motivations and whatever the fuck. So uh, I wish there was just a bit more conflict in 16. Sorry to somehow bring that into this. <laughs> You're really not over that, huh? Never, never. Uh, <laughs> and you, you played this on what, Switch? No, on PlayStation 5. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did this get released on Switch? Um, I, feel like it, I feel like it did, didn't it? It's on it everything. Did. Yeah. But I would say really good story. I loved um, how everyone's story ended was so interesting. And the main character, he had... It was... I really like the main character Spoils because now. he... What? Spoils. Yeah, I'm not going to... I don't want to spoil... I, I mean, you guys aren't going to play it. And, I feel like it's not something that I could see. A People listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I guess. So I will fine. I won't spoil, spoil anything, but the way 
um, each of the characters, the path that they end up taking and then how it ends is so interesting. I really like the way that it all kind of played out between those characters. And then the main character, it's pretty obvious from early on that he has um, his own motivation and goals that is completely separate from anything else that is going on. And so even though he's the main character and he is like predominantly who we're kind of seeing the story through, you are never sure of his motivation until the very end. And it does a really good job of not making it feel like um like they're like intentionally lying to you or trying to mislead you it feels pretty natural the way that that informa- information is kept from you mm. which i loved okay. uh yeah. greg you got a you got a monster hunter update for us <laughs> monster hunter update uh yeah yeah uh progressing through iceborne uh Damn. i spent the like the, honestly the, the last two days farming for two pieces for my build and it was like things were just not dropping but it's much harder so i was having a, a great time during all of it but i hunted a master rank rathalos for Shit. gosh i it must have been eight to twelve hunts before i finally got like the piece i needed um were you hunting then, with other people i was hunting with other people yeah just to make the farm faster mm. Um, and then I spent literally an entire, I'm on vacation. I spent almost an entire day of a vacation hunting a Nargakuga for one piece. What? And now I've got it. I got everything I need and, uh, everything's feeling great. <laughs> you said one Every piece you... and I was like, Dang. I was hunting for the one piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part of my, that, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I me was neither. I just was like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, every time you talk about Monster Hunter lately, like I, t- t- just today, I was talking about Monster Hunter with uh, my coworker because she had said that um, she doesn't really like single player games. She plays games mostly to play with friends. Like it's more of a social thing for her. Because I'm I, like she, she's always complaining about how she hates Overwatch, but she, she can't stop playing it. And I was like, dude, just start playing better games. Like, you don't have to keep playing that. And I actually suggested to her, I was like, man, you got Game Pass. You should throw on Monster Hunter Rise with like with your with your boyfriend. Cause I guess he had been bugging her to to try it. And I was like, man, do it. It's it's a lot of fun. But like I even told her to do it the way that Greg, you you took me on. You were like you were like my mentor in Monster Hunter. Like just telling me to skip all the all the tutorials and everything, and then you just kind of showed me the ropes, and I told her to let let her uh, her boyfriend do that for her, and uh, I think she might try it out. It'd be pretty cool if I could influence somebody to try Monster Hunter. But um, yeah, I uh, every time you every time you talk about it lately, I'm like, I should just shut up and just do the thing and just fucking start playing it. Just get back in there, brother. I know we should we should play some Monster Hunter soon. Um. Load up, uh, load up world on the on the old PlayStation because I've got a, a few characters waiting there. You yeah, may, maybe I will. We'll, yeah, and it looks it, it runs great on the PS5. It's a really good, uh, uh, really good uh, upscale. 
other than Monster Hunter, have you played anything else? Um, I've gotten back into uh, doing, actually playing Final Fantasy fourteen, doing like dungeons <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, leveling up. Uh, left why? Club. What else is there to do in that game? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I, I go through waves. Uh, you know, like if you, it's like highs and lows of doing nothing to doing everything. So right now I'm doing. Uh, I, I'm in the process of starting up doing everything again. Uh, Levin Lab Dark Knight might pick up Gunbreaker as well. Because, I mean, I don't know how I'm feeling about this Dark Knight. I don't know how. It's like I want a little bit more survivability. Mm. Um, well, I can tell you from experience. And by experience, I mean damn near every expansion worth of content. Uh, I sure like that Gunbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, you got to get back in soon. Five is Anyways, out. We have I've been playing. <laughs> the next expansion not, not, is in a couple months. Come back in. I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I will. I will sink my teeth deep into Monster Hunter before I do that. At this point. Wow. Why? I just. I don't know. I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. You're not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not asking you to like. I don't know. Go to war. <laughs> That's what it feels like, man. You don't have to move in together. <laughs> right now, you've got there's there's a free play period going on. You have four days of free play time. I I, I just can't. I've been. You're a coward. That's what you are. <laughs> I just I I lately I have not had a lot of time because I've been doing a lot of editing for lots of different things and. When I do get a chance to play video games, I have been playing Yakuza Six, and mm. yeah, there's always time for some fourteen. I'm playing a lot of things. I just picked up Tekken last night. There's a lot of t- time to oh, you, play things. You got Tekken after? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Should I get Tekken? If you want, man, you can get it. How good is it? It's really good, right? I've I've only played for a few hours of trying to like trying out characters, seeing who I like because my main is not in the game. But uh, yeah, it's 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 it feels good. Yeah, and it's got a comprehensive uh, training system, which is also nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know. Like, we are gonna do uh, that YouTube show, which I'll let you say the name of, so that I don't fuck it up yet again. Not another classic blunder. Um, <laughs> it's also it's also got uh, crossplay, so if you want to get it on PC, you Ooh, can do that. Yeah, yeah that makes uh, recording easier for you. It sure does. Yep, it oh definitely God. would. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I'll have to get that for the uh, the second part of our show after you slaughter me in Street Fighter Six a whole bunch of times. Hey, no problem. Yep. Amy, hey, please. Now you may go. <laughs> uh, you go. <laughs> you go. And yeah, so I've been playing Yakuza Six when I do have some time to play games. Um, and be and like I've I'm like all in, man. It's so good. And the fact that it like kind of brings you up to speed um, in the game before you start playing. Like, well, you can, like, if you, if you want to, because I, I skipped three, four, five. Um, and I feel like, I feel like I got enough, like, out of the, the little summary things. And yeah, the story is really, really good so far. Um, and then besides that, we all played Silent Hill, the short message. Mm, we did indeed. Forgot that about was, that. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, we did record that, but uh, 
that game decided to record in four three aspect ratio for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it, the game decided to do that. I think yeah, it just it sure did. Yep. <laughs> the That's, game. It, 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 How very it Silent Hill to me. It decided yes. to do its own thing. Uh, yeah, but I'm a, telling you, man, just add some scan lines to that, then you have an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But scan lines don't look good and. In- like that's the thing about scan lines like they they actually don't look good unless you watch something full screen like when you see scan lines on like a smaller screen this is like a high production garbage. that like budget they look like garbage thing we got going on here <laughs> i take pride in my work <laughs> take um, less <laughs> recorded that neither greg or i knew it was going to happen but we went with it still well, it's not like I told you halfway through. I told you at the beginning when I did the intro. I was showing up. My head was in a... <laughs> we're just hanging out. Yeah. That's that's what we were doing. And that's all it's going to be now because it's not going to get released. But that thing was interesting. That was kind of like they were kind of, you know, riding on the, the heels of PT in a way. Kind of just being like, hey, check out this this short Silent Hill thing that's alluding to what the next Silent Hill is going to be. And there's that, uh, that creepy flower thing, which uh, I don't know. Did they say it's alluding to what the next Silent Hill is going to be? I didn't I mean, get that from the game. I, I mean, the game doesn't outright say it, but that's kind of the... Jerry, are you making an ass out of you and me? <sighs> Why you? Because <laughs> you're I, assuming, Jerry. Because you're assuming. <laughs> when I, you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> what about Beth? Oh my God. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not involved. <laughs> have you, have you, have you, have he you, hasn't. I don't you, think he's... I don't think he not, gets it. I'm not, I'm not cultured. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Wow. We can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do you know how to spell, spell assume? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> never <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life and I am a little embarrassed that it is on record how stupid I was for not knowing what you were saying. Uh but yeah, fully get show. Full, <laughs> full, and here, fully it's done. Uh Jerry, you do understand. have the power of editing on your side. Yeah, but sometimes I don't know, sometimes it it feels good to be that to stupid. <laughs> you gotta be a masochist. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, we know this Jerry already. Wants to be humiliated. He loves being verbally just beaten down. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, the short message. It was like a free thing that they dropped on PlayStation. And uh, it was all right. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That dialogue was atrocious. Yeah. No good. That was dog trash. But that said, everything else was pretty good. Yeah, Um, the weird, like there was weird cuts, I feel like, between. Yeah, and it had like the FMV stuff going on. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. Bad, was, necessarily bad. I think like the cuts between the gameplay and then the cutscenes were egregious at times. Yeah. But um, 
Oh, well, it's not the worst Silent Hill thing I've laid hands on. So. No, and it had the one loading screen. <laughs> There's only one loading screen. And was it, Jerry, you didn't... <laughs> You're like, I don't need to have a suicide prevention like line every single time. It's yeah. like, no, they only have the one loading screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Every time. I I like after dying a couple times, I was like, I got it. I I uh, yep, I got it. <laughs> um but yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It's not not the worst. So if you're into Silent Hill, I would say check it out just for the sake of checking it out. It's short. It's only like, I'm pretty sure that recording only ended up being like two hours long. It's really short. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could do worse right. for a free game. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's, you got to kind of keep that in the back of your head. Like, this isn't something that they're pumping a shitload of money into. So, um, for what it was, yeah, it, it was fine. Now, uh, at the time of this, at the time of this recording, uh, there's been some some breaking news uh, that Phil Spencer is going to hold like a conference thing next week about all these rumors going around about Xbox games coming to PlayStation. And at first, like I was seeing it popping up and I was like, I- I've seen this before, like whatever. But then it was like popping up more and more. And then there was like some big name like j- journalists saying like, this is like kind of legit. And there's more than what's being reported. I think it was um, one of the guys from Video Game Chronicle. He he straight up said, like, this is actually something that's going to happen. And there's more games mm-hmm. th- that are going to do this transition that they're not even talking about yet. And <laughs> I've seen some very uh, colorful language behind... <laughs> this whole thing uh there is some people that are really pissed about it and as someone who doesn't own an xbox but owns a pc so i guess i may as well own an xbox because the only thing i would own an xbox for would be to have game pass on um like i mean if if halo comes to playstation let it but i don't know what that means for microsoft though like i don't like i don't know what the what like what they're doing with this pivot like i don't i don't understand why they would be doing this do you think that they're gonna switch like are they they gonna pivot to like becoming a service instead of like making consoles do you think there are i'm of um, there are two things that uh that i'm thinking um and i kind of touched on this in one of our group chats but um there is there's either Xbox transitioning uh, into like or Microsoft transitioning Xbox at, into a service like Xbox as a service which is available on on everything yeah. which um, it already almost is which it already almost is almost yeah because of the it, like has really high adoption on PC and you can play and uh, you can get a um, game pass on like your Samsung TV and stuff on you know, on, on TVs and stuff like that yeah and like cuz the cl- like the cloud yeah. services for for that that are like are fantastic like how well it works yeah the xbox uh, cloud services but um there's th- that is a possibility and then there's also the possibility that i think i mentioned like looking at as a business because these are businessmen who run these companies like this this generation like sony holds the numbers and then so rather than 
continuing to like put their their eggs in one basket they're going to diverse diversify and put eggs elsewhere to um build up more revenue and then and then it's a matter of seeing what how, how they approach the next generation because this generation it's it's over essentially mm. yeah well um bill spencer like i don't know sometime last year did that thing where he came out basically and said that um xbox microsoft lost the last generation which was the most important one because that's where people started putting like a lot of their resources into building their libraries so they were going into this generation like really far behind already and then Mm -hmm. it was going like he kind of like waved kind of the white flag last year and in a way um so there there is that I think I'd be really surprised if Xbox just decided to not make consoles anymore. Like, I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, I don't think that's that's true. No. And I would, yeah, obviously you have to just, everything is a money-making decision. Um, that's like what these businesses exist to do. And they have spent a lot of money acquiring very large studios that, they then have to, if they were making exclusives for everything, you could make the argument, like, I, I can understand, it's like, a you know, if you're like an Xbox, um, like, fanboy, and you're like, well, if you made all of this stuff exclusive, then people would have to buy an Xbox. But I don't necessarily think that's the truth, because there's just going to be people who refuse to do that anyways, or they don't want to move ecosystems or whatever. They have, people have the reasons. Um, and so like, you can look at it that, like, you can think about it that way, but you can also think about it from a way of like, they spent so much money on acquiring all of this stuff and they're going to then make it exclusive to a platform that has like way less users than like any other competitor, but also like, you know, then they are going to put it on the PC anyways. So well, even even PlayStation, to, like as well, like has been, yeah, moving like their their huge games that you know up until this past generation, like have always stayed exclusive to their consoles. Mm-hmm. It's never left their consoles, and um, now all of a sudden, you know, like a year later, you can get the the big Sony games on PC now, mm-hmm. which like I that's the thing. I I feel like both of these companies are kind of stretching their legs a bit more and saying like let's just let's just do it let's just like put our shit on everything yeah in their own ways both both companies have stopped being so precious about their first parties Um, but then then there's nintendo nintendo (laughs) Nintendo is running its own race in a marathon that it made up all on its own like you're you you can't you can't compare them they're all here's here's my thing with xbox and i want to say like this isn't something that like i come like came up with necessarily on my own it um i've been watching you know people like i watch gaming podcasts and other things like that and something that um i kind of like listening to all of these people's different perspectives something that really stuck out to me and i thought was a really good counterpoint to anybody who wanted to be like well then what's the fucking point of getting an xbox 
you can just get it on PlayStation. Like, why get an Xbox? Well, everything that's going to be coming to Xbox is going to be game, like day one game pass. And so if you buy an Xbox and then, so you buy, say Xbox is like, I don't know how much it is. What's it like $5.99 Canadian? It's same price as a PS5. Yeah, I yeah. don't know that either. Uh, for the for the Series X, the S is cheaper though. The S is only like three ninety nine Canadian. Okay, well then say you want to do that. Say you want to do the three ninety nine Canadian, then on that you buy that box, and then on top of that, all you're paying for then is the subscription fee for Game Pass each month, and then you have access to all of these games. Now. On the flip side of that, you can be like herbs or on the other side of that is like your these games are coming to like PlayStation, but you're paying full like PlayStation users are paying full price for these games. They're not getting for now, now, but like that's a whole other thing. And I think that's far (laughs) off. Um, Like that's I don't think Phil's coming out next week to be like, yeah, everything is also day one on PlayStation Plus. Like, no, that's (laughs) But what if what if it was like okay like sorry quick just game- very quick all I was saying is that they were saying that um getting a series like the cheaper Xbox and then getting the subscription on top of that it's like the cheapest deal in gaming it's like the best way value, the fi- value. like yeah, exactly like for value for people who don't have the budget like it's a really really good value it's the best value. Like, I wonder if they'll say, like, oh, we're going to do, like, a Xbox Essentials uh, Game Pass thing or some, some like, weird extra, like, Game Pass tier that's just for, like, the peripheral consoles that they start releasing their games on and say, like, yeah, like, you can, you can get access to, like, not the whole Game Pass catalog, but, like, a lot of it. But, like, the stuff that's, like, day one Game Pass, that'll be, like, essentially the same as, like, a PlayStation game coming to PC a year later. It's like, oh, you'll you'll get this on Game Pass, but like, it's coming to Game Pass on Xbox and PC first. Yeah. Then it'll then it'll go to the rest of these things. Like, I would love for Game Pass to show up on on PlayStation. It might be like a little bit of a a pie in the sky, but like, I don't know. I think it would be cool to have Game Pass on like everything. Well, there's already been that, talks that, of wild. having Game Pass and stuff on Switch. Like that's something that we know has been dis- actually discussed. And so I don't think the concept of Microsoft wanting to get Game Pass on everything is unreasonable. Um especially since like I also think um some of the reason maybe why they're doing this is because they have also released like they've put everything into making game pass um very successful like it's at this point their whole brand image is game pass and it's like subscriptions for game pass has apparently been like um kind of stagnating so having them want to have game pass on literally everything makes i feel like makes sense i just don't if yeah, I if mean, like that is their plan, I think that's the thing they're not like. I, I, there's obviously stuff they're going to say out loud next week, and then there's stuff that they are still planning to do internally and are not going to like publicly announce. And I think yeah, Phil and his you know the people at Xbox want that to be the eventual goal. They would love to have that, 
just the same way that wasn't it a couple months ago that he said the thing he like Phil his dream was always to acquire Nintendo. Like that's something he wanted Microsoft Xbox to do. So like there's things that they clearly want to do and plan for and hope are gonna happen. But yeah, I would be really oh, surprised if it was yeah. like love it, love it or hate it, it's happening. Like it's yeah. it's a thing that's happening whether you love it or hate it. And yeah, just you just have to wait and see what happens. But you know what? Um, that's that's a good way to transition to our topic of this episode because we got some love hate relationships with games too, and the mechanics that are in them. And that's kind of the uh, the topic that got pitched for this episode. Uh, Greg is actually the one that came up with today's topic. And uh, Greg, I will let you take the floor. So. Uh, let me, uh, I'll break it down. Uh, we all have games that we love so, so much, but I think we can all admit that very few games are absolutely perfect. And a lot of these games have, uh, mechanics or features in them that we absolutely do not like and wish wasn't there. And so we're going to go over, uh, the game mechanics that we don't care for and the games that we absolutely love. And to start us off, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Monster Hunter World, one of my all-time favorite games. So Monster Hunter World is all about, you know, going on these hunts and going into this open world and doing it with your friends. But for some reason, <laughs> but for some reason, and it's been fixed as of Rise, but World is still, the, in my opinion, the better game. For some reason, they made it so hard to play a multiplayer game with your friends in Montunter World. I know. Um, and I exactly, it's not that hard, but it's harder than Rise. After you see how yeah, easy yeah. it is, yeah, that's the problem. Once you see it's how easy than Rise, it is, yeah. yeah. So the the reason why it's hard is because you can't just dive into any hunt you want. So I don't know if, if you've heard me complain about this before in the past, Beth. No, but I don't the way it works so. in, Monster, in Monster Hunter World, if you want to play multiplayer, and if you're, if say, say the three of us were to play and we were to start fresh hunters and we want to go hunt something, we can't hunt together until each of us has independently seen the monster and triggered the little cutscene. Oh. Yeah. So Okay. So before... Before we can like, we do can, the like, multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, so we're like, we're gonna, we want to play this multiplayer. We want to go hunt this thing. If we try to do it right off the off the bat, it will not let us. What we would have to do is we'd each independently have to go into the into the hunt, go to track the monster, find where it is, see a little cutscene, exit the mission. Why? And then go back <laughs> wait, into wait, wait, it. Wait, wait. <laughs> you can't like queue up. You have to actually so go into that, the mission, get all the way up the, to the end of the mission, cancel out of the, the mission, end, and start over again. Well, not the end, not the end. Uh, tracking the monster is is a, is a usually a pretty quick process. Okay, but the reason why you have to exit the mission is because in the scenario where we're all starting from fresh, we all have to trigger that cutscene. Now yeah, it's a if, real pain in the ass. It's so weird. If, say like Jerry and I had already seen this cutscene, 
what you can do is you trigger your cutscene and you fire up what they call it in the game an SOS flare. Oh, and we'll okay. just be waiting for the we'll just be waiting for the flare and then we can jump in at that point. That's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny. Like the visuals of that is really goofy. Can't see it. Okay, guys, let's well, go. It's, 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 that's basically what it is. Like J- Jerry and I will have like, prepared and, and like ate our meal for the hunt and then we'll just be waiting and we'll be refreshing the market board and then I was like okay it's there and then we'll, we'll just that go and we'll, we'll join goofy it. like and they're really but clunky it's, it's really sure. clunky now like I say they fixed it in rise where you can just join you can just join a join like load a hunt up together mm-hmm. like Jerry and I played through all of base rise in in multiplayer yeah, it's Seamlessly. pretty snappy. Yeah, it's very snappy. That's why I always recommend Rise for anybody that's new to it because that's the one that I got introduced with. That's the one you taught me how to play first. And then when I went, when we went back to World, I was like, I don't really like the way that this works for <laughs> multiplayer. But like, you do get, I, I, I will say, you do get used to it. But it's still, that yeah, it doesn't that, that mean, doesn't, it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. But what that, what, but the, the, the counterpoint to that is, uh, and I'm not defending, it's stupid as hell. Um, <laughs> but once you see like every monster, once you get through like the beginning of the game and you've, you've cited all the monsters, that's, it stops happening. Like, cause you've seen everything and then you can just play multiplayer. As well. Right. But it like, shouldn't be there in the first place. It shouldn't be there in the first place. Exactly. Okay. That's yeah. really funny. Like, I think. Yeah. So there's like obviously in in games, um, there's like good friction with the player and bad friction, and like that's just bad friction. Like getting yeah, in it's the like, why are you making me do this? Yeah, like that's <laughs> not good. And like you know, there's that's really tough because yeah, like you're getting in the way of the like one of the core experiences of your game. Mm-hmm. You're making it more annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Beth, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and give us give us a lowdown on your your first pick? Mm-hmm. Speaking of stupid shit that games do <laughs> uh, have to do with their main, I guess thing is uh, the the gotcha system to get the blades in Xenoblade Chronicles Two drives me fucking mad. It's so. Like it's just so dumb. I hate that they added that. Um, it's been so long since I played that. Can you refresh my memory on how that works again? Okay, I'm gonna. It's been a quite a while for me as well. So you just remember how much you hated. How much I hated it. <laughs> well, because um, each of the blades had um, a like side quest involved, and some of them had like really nice stories. There were also a couple of blades that were references to different games that um, the team had made, Monolith had made. So you could get the, what's her name? Cosmos? Cos something from Xeno? Xeno. Cosmo Kiryu? (laughs) I don't know. The the chick from either like Xeno Gears or something like that. Um, So you could get her as a blade. Uh, and blades, if you're unaware, are um, like the people who you, they're like actual manifestations, either like they look like a person or they look like an animal usually. And they um, can, you can summon them and they run alongside you and they do attacks. They're like your core fighting thing. They're not literal physical blades, usually. Anyways, not the point. 
point being is that to get them to get all of the things you have to acquire blade cores and then you then go into like another screen and then you like um have to open them kind of like a like a little like a like the gotcha system like a gotcha system from like any of those stupid fucking games oh my god anyways i i hate it uh they're they ruined <laughs> kingdom hearts games with their mobile games with those systems um I don't like it, okay? I don't like the system. It makes it more annoying to get interesting blades. It gets in the way of core, like a core mechanic. It limits the uh, some of the weapons that you can use. It like, gatekeeps you from actual story content with some of these side quests at times. I love doing the side quests and things. and. Um, I sure don't. Yeah, I know. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it got to the point I had put so many hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because I wanted to get all of the blades. And it requires you to grind in fights to get these core drops to then try and uh, open them. So, uh, and I had a couple, I had like three or four left to get and I gave up because I had spent so much time playing and it just was it, like, it was just way too tedious. It was really annoying and yeah and I also didn't spend in, in like a single player non-mobile game yeah that's just that's just lazy yeah it but tight the side quests or something like that you know it was a weird choice yeah for sure it was really it was it was so weird it was such a weird thing to do i i think some of it or like a big reason for it happening was well i'm just now i'm doing the and i'm giving them excuses but <laughs> They had um, a shit ton of really famous artists do the oh, character yeah. designs for all of these blades. So when you got one of like the, the rare and the special ones, so the ones that actually had side quests um, that were designed by these anim- like uh, these you know well-known artists, you could go into like they had like a compendium of all of them and you could go in and you could you know there was like their voice lines or whatever but it, it like had the credits of like who was their artist and it's sh- like Some of them wild they were really like, cool crazy looking. and it's funny because I, I actually recently was looking at that like com- like the online compendium thing yeah. for all those blades because when i played uh castlevania legacy of darkness when I I actually seen that the guy that did all the designs for that game, like the lead character designer, he he was one of the guests on those blades, and like the one that he did, like looked very Castlevania. Yeah, like it looked it looked crazy. Like each, uh, I guess guest artist, like you could tell that this was like their work. It was really cool, like how they kind of got everyone together to do this. But yeah, such a you're right, Greg. Like to have a gotcha system in a single player game just is weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but goddamn, that's such a good game though. Yeah. You know, Blake Chronicles 2 was really good. It just like, that was a really big stain on it. Like it never, like to be fair, like during the actual main story, it didn't, I didn't feel like it necessarily got in the way of me playing. Um, no, I didn't. It didn't for me like at all. I didn't, cause I didn't, have that need to 
grind or get ex- when I when I would get one that was cool. I was like, oh, that's that's neat. And I was just, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, it just it was it was after and like I said, like they have really interesting story writing for these things, and they were locked behind having to get them. Um, just like by random chance, like if you were lucky enough to get these characters. Well, a system that carries over into almost every one of these games <laughs> uh, for my first pick is the inventory management system in Resident Evil. Um, this is a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's a lot to do. So let me let me say this first. There are Resident Evils that do it better than others. Um. I find going back to the older ones, it's very, I don't know what it is. Like, there's something about having to, like, drop a bunch of stuff off in a, in a box and then get up to a thing and be like, ah, fuck, I was supposed to have the, the key that I found and I left it in the box. Now I got to go back and get it. And, like, I, I just feel like it, it just didn't work as well as it did once they actually, like, ironed it out because i mean by the time resident evil 4 hit yeah it was really like that inventory management i do like i'm i guess i should specify that i'm i'm mostly talking about the older games and like you are so limited to what you can carry and i i get it it's part of the quote-unquote survival aspect of it where like you can you can only carry so much and it kind of makes it a bit more tense for like bullets and stuff but like when it comes to items, I just feel like, like, just let me carry all of the keys. Like you, you, you're telling me I can't carry all of these keys just because I have a handgun and four bullets and a cog or something. <laughs> like I, I used to get pissed off when I would have to like backtrack all the way back to a safe house just because I took the wrong goddamn key to where I was supposed to go. Um, but yeah, they did improve it, in my opinion, with Resident Evil 4. By the time that came out, it was a lot lot better. It was really cool that you could like do like Tetris inside of the briefcase. Um and just kind of like, you know, move stuff around. And then there was even like the whole like wasn't there like a button that would just like automatically sort it? That's in remake. Mm, That's a right. coward's button. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh I mean, I tend not to use that button because I do like it is oddly satisfying to rearrange like your inventory in in the newer games. But yeah, like as far as like the old ones go with with the inventory system, like mm-hmm. I just I just like I to me, it feels like bullets and, and weapons and stuff like that and healing items. Sure. Like manage my inventory all you like, like and restrict me as much as you want. That that seems fair. But when it comes to like usable items that are like even even just like the principle of having something so small as a key, like it just it it was very annoying. But I do love Resident Evil. So mm-hmm. I can I can easily look past something like that. Yeah, I guess like after like one, two, and three, you had a lot of puzzles and things that required you to have items to do the thing so you did have to have them in your inventory but they mostly i feel like they really like started dialing that back after three well 
Let me tell you. The later games have like a key item tab. Yeah, or something. There's like, it doesn't get in the way. Yeah. Or they'll be like, oh, you just pick this thing up. And you know, it's not in an inventory. It just now exists in your area. But I I would also hate it when like, you know, I I would have like a bunch of healing items and like bullets and, and like a gun or two. And then I would like find a new thing to open up something. And I'm like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. I can't carry this little key that I found because I have too many herbs and too many bullets. So now I'm going to have to go all the way back and just drop this shit, go back and grab that key. I don't even know what this key is for yet. I don't even know if I need it right now. Like, yeah. I feel like they definitely made good on that whole thing. Like in the newer games, but like even I distinctly remember being real pissed off with code Veronica. If I can, uh, can play play uh, devil's advocate here, then yeah, go ahead. you you just said too many herbs and too many bullets. They want to take away that comfort from you. Too many healing items, too much ammo. I'm I'm just preventing like, you from I'm, picking stuff up. I'm paraphrasing. Sure, <laughs> Beth, you watched me play Code Veronica. Yeah, it was a and- painful experience for me. <laughs> You're really bad at it. No, I was I was fine at that game. That game treated me like garbage, just like it does with everybody else that plays it. Not everybody. Mm, that's a that's a a mediocre installment in that series. Get out of here! Leave. <laughs> it's it's okay. Like it's not awful, but like, oh man, I do remember the inventory stuff really pissing me off in that game like a lot that's what that's the game i want capcom to remake but also i feel like they 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 made such a good stride forward with resident evil 4 and then they were like hey remember that really cool inventory system yeah fuck that let's just make it worse and then resident evil 5 comes out oh there you Oh, that one sucked too. <laughs> I actually something that I really I did I I mean five was my first Resident Evil, so I'm a thousand percent biased and I know this. Um <laughs> but I had so much fun with the like I really like the inventory management with five because when you're playing multiplayer, when you're play, yeah, you're playing with a friend, I loved um like going using one as a pack mule <laughs> no when you're playing together with your friend and like you have like that kind of shared one at the bottom and you're trying to plan out what each person is going to take with them so that like you know it's like okay you take the grenades and i'll take the like the um land that, mines yeah. and we're like there's like that conversation that's involved um and like a strategy going into each level because you're only so- like really sorting through your inventory at the beginning of each mission. So that like kind of like de- almost like debrief before you go in of being like, okay, well, like, what are we going to take? What are we okay with leaving behind? You take the shotgun shells. I'll take these. Like, I love that. That was so fun. Yeah. It's a five is like a side effect of being a multiplayer game or designed to be a multiplayer game. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I guess so. But, yeah, inventory management for me is not uh, not always a great experience, but sometimes it's cool. Uh, Greg, what else you got? Um, so I mentioned earlier that I that I was I I picked up Tekken Eight, 
Um, and ever since, I don't know when it started. It might even be from like the first Tekken game. There is a certain uh, sub subset of characters that have uh, this one move they can do. It's called the Wind God Fist. Um, and if you just enter the do enter the input for the move, you'll do it. It uh, Tekken's all about combos, so you'll pop them up, and you can you know do do some damage and, and get your combo started. However, if you do this move perfectly, like frame perfectly, and with your input timing and everything, because um, you can just match out the input and you like the move. But if you do it f f to like frame perfect, I forget what the window was. It's really tight. Then you get what's called the electric wind god fist. Um, which does more damage. It pops your opponent higher so you can get a better combo going. Um, and it's essentially what makes these characters viable. Um, and if it were just one character, like I believe it started with two characters that could do it, which is fine. But now in modern Tekken, there is one two three like five characters that have this one this one exact move because they all use the same fighting style and if you're not good at that move those characters are just not viable to play like they're they're gimped if you can't do it and you may as well just play a different character and if you like those characters you're in for a long road because you'll have to work twice as hard as other characters that don't have this specific move so it's a case of like yes it's skill based but even like people who play fighting games all, all their lives say things like I can I can nail this move, you know, four out of five times and I'm good at, and I can do it on this side of the screen, but not the other side of the screen kind of idea. Um it's just it's it's needlessly hard and it makes a character so much worse if you can't do it. Like um the 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 two cover characters for Tekken. So like uh Kazuya and Jin. If you if you think of like every Tekken trailer, how it starts with like the uh the Tekken team and the two guys stepping stepping towards each other and then throwing a punch. Can you like visualize that? Yes. The logo. Those two characters are not viable if you can't do that move. Uh-huh. Like the, the the box art characters are are not viable. You'll just get blown up if you play anybody online because Either someone can do it and has a character that's so much better, or other you know, people are just playing other characters that don't need it. You know. Anyway, you could make the argument skill issue, but it's still I think you can make it tight without being that difficult to do. Okay. I don't know; it's hard to explain. I'd have to I have to show <laughs> you. I think. Yeah, and I know yeah. zero. I know nothing about fighting games, so. Mm -hmm. for but I'm sure play some. someone out there totally understands what you're talking about. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I sort of do. So here, maybe let me, let me see if I can. So to explain this move better, the when you do the input, if you hit the uh, attack button on the right frame, it's a just frame move. So you have to hit the the um the button on the right frame. And for people who don't know, a frame is one sixtieth of a second. So you have to hit the exact right frame. And if you do it, then the move comes out faster, it does more damage, and it's safe on block. If you don't do it, none of those things are true. 
where it comes out slower, it does less damage, and it's not safe on block. So it's it, it, being unable to do this thing, which requires you to hit a button on one sixtieth of a second. If you are unable to do that, it's like you may as well not even play this character. So if you like this character and you want, like this character is really cool, you have to commit to practicing for hours and hours and hours to be able to do this one thing, which will give you a s- the smallest advantage over other characters that don't have it. I don't think I would enjoy playing those people. No, but they're some of the coolest characters, yeah. which makes it sad. <laughs> okay. That's, anyway. that's a bummer. Now, Beth, earlier you mm. said that uh, you were fighting with mice oh, yeah. uh, in real life, and I'm looking at your list here, and uh, tell me about the mice in Overcooked. Mm. Well, we all know and love Overcooked. You both Great Do game. we? Have you guys played it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought so. That's what I, that's more what I meant. We all know it. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I played it a couple times, but maybe something you don't know. But um, no, my friend Nicole is obsessed. She loves Overcooked a lot. Every time, like, w- like when we were living together, she'd randomly just be like, "Do you want to play Overcooked with me?" Um, even though we had played the first one, uh, like you know a, a few times but and like the second one did have like a lot of stuff but so she really loved overcooked so i play it w- with her a lot and then i had you know played overcooked with plenty of people and we know how frustrating and angry and just like irritating overcooked can get and overwhelming yeah when i'm playing overcooked it becomes like an episode of the bear in my living room <laughs> yeah so. um actually the the most <laughs> efficient I have ever played Overcooked was when I was working in a kitchen and I have played Overcooked with someone else who I worked with in that kitchen. And we just defaulted into talking to each other like we did at work. And we fucking cleared the first Overcooked game in like a couple hours. We got the, it, it was, it was his first time playing. I had played, um, a little bit, but it was, it was like so efficient. It was amazing. But, um, yes, chef. Thank you, chef. Yeah, yeah. We we were like just like I'm working on order one. We like it was wild. I loved it. It was so fun. But anyways, I play a lot. Um, I played a lot with Nicole, and like Nicole, like doesn't care. Like she has fun with everything. She's very like you know easy breezy kind of person for the most part. Um, but when she gets like slightly competitive and gets into something, it's like, I want to win. We got to do this. So sometimes it would, we would succeed and she would be like, okay, but we got to go back in and we got to get more stars. So playing over sometimes with Nicole feels like I had like, kept to mentally prepare for this. And oh, then we were, do- so it was already like a little bit kind of stressful. And then when we get into levels with the mice and just the mice just taking shit, especially when you like you get a good system and you're like, okay, we, we've communicated with each other. We're going to lay these things out. I'm going to lay this out for you in an order so this can get done in this way. And then the mice start coming out in that level and, you, and you're just like, oh, fucking Christ almighty. <sighs> well, those, those mice took shit from you and overcooked, but... 
the the mouse in real life did not take shit from you. No, the mouse in real life sassed back. Like the, I got a lot of attitude from that mouse. the mouse in real life, but uh, <laughs> the one in Overcooked does scare off if you go near it. Um, but I just I can't I I just think it's one of those things that it's like the game when you're in Overcooked and you're already yeah like like you said Greg an episode of the bear you're like you're you've had it up to here with the, you're just done with the bullshit you're so like oh my god this is such an just i just want to like get through this level and then the mice start taking your shits and you're just like all oh, you little fuckers it drives me you know what I, I never beat overcooked um no oh. yeah we should uh we should play that next time i come to visit or well well that will be, will that be detrimental to our friendship though like greg no. will you yell at me yeah. <laughs> Jerry can take it. He would like he, Jerry likes it. Not no, I don't like getting yelled at by my friends. Um I I don't know. I think I I even though I I feel like I want to get like really enraged, I usually am able to keep a lid on it and not say anything too mean. But um Nick, me and Nicole are still like good friends, so that's we had no issues with Overcooked, and um, I feel like you would you would talk to me differently during Overcooked than you would Nicole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, I no, feel like I'm I'm, I'm me I, I like I would be dodging verbal bullets from Greg and like physical <laughs> bullets from you. I'm I, I'll, I'm going to become a uh, fucking. Jeremy Allen White. We're like, I need eight fucking burgers now. <laughs> yeah. Is that show good? I, I always wondered if that show is good. Have you guys actually watched that show? No, but I watched the, the scene where all of the like um the slips start printing out and you could hear that noise happening. And I had such a physical reaction to it that I was like, I cannot watch this show. This is like traumatizing. I've heard it's really good. It's been on my list of things to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, that's funny though that you know you being a, a server and playing Overcooked and even just like having heard stuff from that show. Like you have like I don't I don't mean to make light on PTSD, but you you have like a PTSD for like order slips printing off yeah, yeah that's that shit, that real man i can it, tell you a story about workplace ptsd oh and God. sound <laughs> when you're like you're so i i like worked in the kitchen at like a wing place jerry you know wing in it um but what is that <laughs> what do they serve there <laughs> you know but anyways i worked at, I worked at a wing place um but I mean, it served a bunch of stuff and we, on nights when it was like, and this is in like a very small town. So there's like three places that people go. So on like a really busy, like Friday or Saturday and it is packed and someone's called in sick. So you're short on workers and like, they don't stop printing. And, but at least, oh, at least there's no <sighs> mice. No, no mice, no mice in real life in the kitchen. You just, you just have to make sure that to your don't go hung. No, yeah, just, just gotta make sure people don't go hungry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hunger, uh, my next pick is about hunger, 
and it is in survival games like well, sorry in survival 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 <laughs> uh, i'm just out here in the wilderness trying to survive yeah. out here in the wilderness um i apologize to any seller people <laughs> listening to this um so i have almost completed grounded with a friend and i really really enjoy grounded and it took us hours before we actually found out that you could turn all that shit off because for a bit it uh it was a real big pain in the ass because you're like always thirsty and then you're like hungry and like i just wanted to do the other things that that game really shined with when it came to like you know going out and killing different things to, you know, kind of like Monster Hunter. You got, you got to kill certain bugs to make certain armor and stuff like you do in a in a survival game. But uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I know that, like, hunger... It's, it's funny because, like, in Resident Evil, the inventory management is, like, a huge part of the game. And in survival games, hunger is also a huge part of a lot of those games. But, like, I just... I don't... I don't like hunger and thirst systems in my survival games. That's can, like, can, to, I don't want to survive. That, <laughs> Harry, I really hate to say it, but that's like 25 to 30% of the point of a survival game is usually managing like, like your hunger, your, some of your levels. Usually hunger, sometimes sleep. I, just, I like building bases and, you know, like, and gr- grounded is different too. Like grounded is very, like you can play that as like a like a, you know, it doesn't have much of a story, but like it has very clear objectives, and like you can complete the game kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you could you can do all like the the main quests and stuff like that. But like, I just as soon as we turned off hunger and made some adjustments, and like grounded is probably one of the best that i've seen it has a lot of sliders for like turning off stuff and you know just kind of mitigating like i don't really like this mechanic let's turn that off i don't like this mechanic let's turn that off like there's a lot of different things that you can alter about the game and you can kind of play it the way that you want to um what i just yeah, you didn't, but you didn't say, like, you are talking about Grounded as a whole, but you specifically said, I don't want hunger or thirst in my survival <laughs> games. That was the sentence you said. It's like, yeah, I don't want I, hunger, I don't. I don't want a hunger mechanic in Don't Starve. <laughs> that was no, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like having to, to deal with that. I would mm-hmm. rather just, I just do the like- other parts of the game that's like a survival game then you don't really want to play survival games this is when jerry finds out that he really wants to play minecraft <laughs> yeah like play fort builders or <laughs> base builders i like minecraft yeah um you don't like survival games i what do I will say is most survival games i've played do does have the option to turn that stuff off i yeah, haven't pl- um, i haven't played one that didn't have that Back in back when Don't Star first came out and I was playing. <laughs> you couldn't turn none of that this. stuff off. Uh I think Valheim has a hunger system, does it not? No idea. It, it does. And you can turn it off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I turned it off. It's like turn that'd be like t- 
I just feel like in certain survival games, like just turning off the hunger, like things like that, it's like be playing. It'd be like playing Subnautica and turning off like the need to have oxygen. Like, yeah. <laughs> like why are you playing? Now, Beth, correct me if I'm wrong. You are an advocate for you know playing games how you want to play them and on the difficulty a, you want to play them. A, yeah, exactly. That's like I like. I, I like to play my survival games on easy mode. I understand. Here's here's the slight, slight thing. Like, <laughs> slight thing. Jerry, ultimately, yes, play games however the fuck you want to play them. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I will. You you know, if that's what brings you joy, I'm happy for you. Um, my, on, my only thing is, like, slight apples to oranges situation Um, in that, like, you're turning off or not doing the main mechanic of it in a way like the fundamental systems in it that's like if i could turn if like (laughs) i i'll play i'll play like dark souls if i could turn off the stamina and um have infinite rolling and things like that that's blasphemy. So it's like <laughs> that's the point of those games is to have that style of combat. At that point, and I readily admit, I just don't like that game or that style of game. Right. So I'm just like But I do like grounded. <laughs> I just don't like being hungry and grounded. Yeah. I just uh think, I guess it's like you can like grounded and you clearly do. You're I give you permission. It's a good game. A, uh, but well, you thank don't, you. But I think you could, you actually don't necessarily like survival games. I do though. I do like survival games. Okay. I just don't, I don't like being hungry. <laughs> I just don't like the survival mechanics. Yeah. That pretty much Jerry likes part. building Sims. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Jerry doesn't like survival games. He can like aspects of them. Oh, I was, those I was confused. I was like, I was like, wait, there's a game where you can just build Sims? But then, <laughs> That's just the Sims. Yeah, it's called The, the Sims. Sims. <laughs> uh, Greg, do you have anything else? In terms of uh, mechanics I don't, uh, I don't like and things of yeah, that nature? Anything, anything you don't care for? Anything, uh, anything like. else in general? <laughs> no, I don't have any any more in uh, of this this category. Uh, what I do have is a little game. <gasps> I was thinking about this today. I forgot this was a thing. <laughs> yes, it comes when uh, you least suspect it. Uh, it is now time for Greg's game. Oh my god! Oh no! You can insert the sound. Uh, I'll insert the sound. Okay. All right, Greg. Okay. What you got for us, man? So today's game is very simple, uh, nice and quick, because some of these run long. This one's going to be really quick. I'm going to give you a video game character, and you have to give me their age. Closest to it, no Googling. Oh my god. Oh boy. That's going to be tough. Okay. I got this. And it's not <laughs> Price is Right rules, so it's not Price is Right rules, so you can't okay. be like, one year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not closest to without going over. Yeah. Okay. A child. <laughs> how old? How old is Ryu from Street Fighter? 
picture him. Street Fighter Six. He's got that beard. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Beth, what do you think? Ryu. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know who Ryu is. Uh, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know who it is. Uh, he wears a white gi. That doesn't help me. I Here, don't. He's not the blonde guy with the mullet. It's okay. I. He said no googling, no nothing. I can do it. Um. Do your do your best. I'm gonna say he's. Watch your fucking get this. Ooh, I want it. Thirty. No, I'm, I'm gonna. Give, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a new. A pic. A picture of him. Uh, that's not even close. Is he in his twenties? <laughs> you went the wrong way. Oh, he's older. Yeah. I have uh, no I'm, idea what this man looks like. Gonna, what are you? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to to Jerry. Uh, but Ryu is. What does he look 40, like? Forty-three years of age. What, what? the fuck? Then I. Yeah, I had no. I was not thinking. I when you. I was picturing a very different man. I had no idea what I'm he looked like. I'm curious to know who you were <laughs> I don't know. I was like, he's got it. <laughs> Maybe I was picturing right, that. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. We'll, that we, we can count that as a warm-up. No, no. No, no, that's one point to Jerry. No, Jerry. I, I live in... I had no idea what who that was. Okay. Right. I know you said not the blonde one or whatever, but I think I, I was not the blonde guy with the mullet. <laughs> I think I was still picturing the blonde guy who was in all the promotional stuff for six. And I was like, he's like gotta That's be Luke. like <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> thinking him. I was definitely picturing him. And when Jerry said 33, I was shocked because I was like, I he definitely looks like he's like 20 something in his like late twenties, mid twenties, 24, 25. So I was like, oh my God, I'm screwed. The, yeah, Luke is mid-twenties. Is yeah. The age him. Yeah, that's what I was like. 33! They don't have given a number. They just say mid-twenties. Okay. All right. How old is Yishtola Rule Final Fantasy XIV? Oh boy. Beth, you can go first. Uh, I think like 24. 24. Jerry, what do you think? 28. 28. The correct answer is 23 years old. Fuck. She is young. Yeah, they all look... <laughs> they're all really young. For She's been through some shit. I almost passed away when they're talking about <laughs> that old Sid. And like, old Sid. Like I know 30. old Sid and he's... Thir- I know. That's why it's like they're all like way younger than thing mm-hmm. so uh, wait hang on can we get some clarification is this like a f- first to so many points it's a, it's it's be- it's best of three so that's one each this is gonna be the, okay. the decider okay okay how old is bowser wow what bowser has an age you bet he has an age what the um, I bet it's something ridiculous. I bet he's like. I know. I'm with you, Jerry. I'm like he's either like four thousand years old or like twenty eight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 150. <laughs> 150. Beth, how old is Bowser? Hmm. I'm going. To... I swear to God, if you're like he's seventeen. No. <laughs> I think 
I'm gonna go... Oh my god, this is so stupid. We're talking about King Koopa, right? Not uh, Doug Bowser? Yeah, <laughs> Not right! Doug Bowser. <laughs> Bowser. Because I think it'd be really funny if he was only like, if he was like 38. <laughs> I'm just going to say 100. 100. And Jerry, what did you guess? He said 50, 150. 150. Bowser is 34 years old. <laughs> what? What, what age did makes- I say it'd be really funny if he was? Did I 38. say 38? Oh, so close. Yeah. Which Bowser's means... younger than we are? Yes, he is. Ugh. Wait, you guys are older than that? No. Yes. We're turning 37 this year. What? You d- you didn't know? No. Greg, yeah. Greg, Greg, shut, Greg, shut up, man. Just stop it. Stop it. We, Which we, don't got, we don't got to expose that kind of stuff here. Yeah, well, that's the truth, man. We're old as fuck. I'm turning 30 yeah. this year. I just didn't... I thought you guys, for some reason, were only, like... I didn't realize you guys were, like, seven years older than me. Yeah, we're old Yeah, everything fuck, hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that means the winner of Greg's game today is Beth. <laughs> the standing was, for two to Greg's one, right? game is two to one for Beth. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the game will end July 2024. Oh, geez. Why such a specific month? Because that's when it started. I said it would go on for one year. Oh. Popping up every now and then. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, That was Greg's game. Play the theme. Okay. I really I actually have the- <laughs> if you don't play it. <laughs> Just have him be like, play the theme, <laughs> and then nothing no. happens. <laughs> I'll quit the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking about quitting uh, the podcast, what, what, do you, what do you say we... Uh, let's quit this place. Yeah, why, why don't we quit the podcast for tonight? After all. Why don't we hang our hats up? And uh, maybe, maybe we can play some games together? Hmm? Anybody? Uh, Greg, you're on vacation, buddy. I am, I, uh, but I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we, we know that you are on vacation, but you're not on vacation. I I understand. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you want to catch us on some other stuff, you can go find us on Twitter at Superghost Radio. You can find us on Instagram at Superghost Radio as well. You can get us on Twitch at Superghost Live. And you can get us on YouTube at Super-Ghost. Uh, there will be something... Uh, at By the time this comes out, there will have been some stuff launching on our YouTube channel. Um, I believe there... Well, I know 100% that there will be the trailer that has dropped for Retro Rehab, which is our new show that we're doing with Aaron uh, from Superpod Saga. And that is going to also be in podcast format. You don't have to, you don't have to look hard for that because if you already subscribe to Superghost on your podcast, then you're, you're going to get Retro Rehab nice and easy. It's going to just show, show up right here, right where you need it. Um, and yeah, 
look forward to some other YouTube shows that we're going to be doing. Greg, you and I got uh, we got some clapping to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's our show? Beth, it's called uh, <laughs> or series. At least. First, what's, a, what's a series called? First to three. You got it, baby. <laughs> uh, I don't like how much I had to think about that, though. I don't um, think I went to want to say you got it, baby, but it came out like Babo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, baby. And, and, <laughs> and with that, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye.